Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach, I'm here with Laura. Um, oh man, when it rains, it pours. We are both injured, broken, or sad, um, but we're still trying to figure out how to make relationships work. This episode rambles a little bit, so I hope you'll bear with us. And then also, there's an exciting announcement at the end of the episode that I hope you'll pay attention to. As always, it's a cool conversation. Stick around. You're looking hot today. (laughs) Don't make me laugh. Oh, I'm feeling hot. Yeah? Yeah. What are you you wearing? What are you wearing? (laughs) This is my husband's button-up shirt. It was the the short-sleeve button-up collar shirt. Um, yeah. It's the only thing I could get my body into today because I am in a... Tell us why. What happened? <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I really am. <laughs> um, I broke... By the way, by the way, everybody, I already know what happened. I'm just... He just, I'm just wants to draw just... it out. Well, <laughs> I broke my clavicle mountain biking. I think nice. I knew it was going to happen... Um, because you were on a bike mm-hmm, basically <laughs> do you want to tell him why this is so funny to get a text message me from me last night where i'm like hey so i broke my clavicle mountain biking yeah what was the last one the last one you like you crashed a street bike <laughs> ryan was like out of town or something and you had you like were just all by yourself in the hospital with, <laughs> and you texted me and you're like hey I, I was on an airplane i remember and i was like oh oh man yeah i, I went head over handlebars I don't know how long ago this was. This was probably six years ago. Um, yeah, it was about six years ago before I got pregnant with Holden. And I was just I was just riding around Mercer Island. And I think I saw a pothole and I hit the brake to avoid the pothole. And I just went head over handlebars. I remember all of that. What I don't remember is the guy that pulled me out of the middle of the street. And then I guess I was repeating the same story to him over and over. And he's like, this girl's concussed. So I yeah. took a ride uh, to the emergency room. I did not get concussed yesterday, though. The crash was much harder. I was at okay. Mount Bachelor with my son and my girlfriend and her two kids. And my son was um, 
being a bit timid. And so I wanted to share with him like the joys of catching air and that you had to go hard and you had to go fast and all. And so anyway, I just went. So now is he more or less likely to, um, to overcome his I think fear? The question is, am I more or less likely to get on another bicycle? Because I think the universe is sending me a sign. Dear Laura, yeah. you cannot stay up on a bicycle. It's now time for tricycles. And yeah. Um, so yeah, I broke my clavicle. I basically broke it. I don't, have you ever broken your collarbone before? No. So I, uh, it's called a midline fracture. So it's like the middle of my collarbone broke it in half, but it's sort of diagonally broken. And then it separated completely. And then it went up on t- they're like, um, overlapping now. Does that make yeah, sense? Cool. Yeah. So I opted yeah. out of surgery and now I just have this sweet arm sling and, <laughs> and I can't move very well at all. Cause the rest of my body is pretty darn sore. Um, and it, you look like like a like a like a guy on a vacation in Hawaii. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> like the the part you can't see is that that's not that's I'm wearing also a tennis skirt because it's easy on and off. I mean, I'm basically doing everything with one hand, and by doing things, yeah. I'm sitting at my computer looking at you. Anyway, it's always a fun. Well, experience. I have a sore finger. Oh. I have a sore finger. What is that from? A so, what is it from? I have a sore finger. I have a sore finger. What's that from? Sound of Music. I've never seen the Sound of Music. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Um, yeah. We are falling apart yeah, so at the seams. I went to the orthopedist too last mm-hmm. week. And um, I got to tell you that my doctor was the hottest doctor I've ever Why seen. Why do you life. always get, was he a male or a female? It was a man. Oh gosh. And he had the, he had the prettiest eyes and his little mask, you know, and then his like bright blue eyes and they were so nice. And then his hair was all like, blonde and like nice i was just like yes you can touch my hand <laughs> oh my gosh hold on i it was weird I, it was a weird i never had that experience before but i i um but yeah i have a i have a sore finger i see it he's you were kind of like cast it up it looks like you took like a pool noodle and you cut it up and you twisted it around a couple of fingers and you're propping up your mallet finger or your middle finger yeah yeah no i didn't do it the doctor did it but this is what i got i got a little splint mm. Can I, I'm just going to share, this is guys, this is a little bit longer of an episode, but I have to share, (laughs) I have to share this story because now that we're talking about medical woes, I think it's fairly, fairly humorous. So you're talking about a hot doctor. I had a hot doctor and I, I had to make an appointment. My insurance was running out in my mid twenties and I had to make an appointment for the lady visit, if you know what I mean. Okay. Okay. Um, had to go get my annual checkup and in your early twenties, you just never know when you're going to have insurance next. So I call him, I say, I need an appointment to see the lady doctor and I need it tomorrow. And they said, no problem. And I walk in at eight in the morning and in walks the most handsome man. And I immediately start to blush and sweat under the armpits and all the places. And he said, so what are we here to do today? And I told him that he was going to look in my cookie jar. It's probably really offensive. Just keep in mind, this is me in my mid twenties. So anyway, check up. Everything goes as, as planned. I go home. I tell, I tell all my friends, and my fiance that I just had the super sexiest, hottest doctor of my life check, you know, under the hood of my car. And um, I proceed to go back to him for two more visits and we get to be friendly and chit chatty. And I see him over the course okay. of like three years. And finally, he we're chatting about mountain biking, I think, or we're chatting about snowboarding or something. And he said, hey, I just really have to ask you this question. Have I told you this story? 
No. He said, I'm always curious why you come to see me for your annual pap smear. And I said, because I'm a foot doctor. <laughs> and I don't understand why you're asking me this question. He says, well, I'm a, what was he? A sports medicine doctor. <laughs> and I like lost it. He said, you are literally yeah. the only person I have ever given a pap smear to aside from when I was in my like residency training programs. And I was mortified, but I also did not feel bad that I looked forward to my pap smears every year. I mean, yeah, you know right what? On. It just, it doesn't hurt sometimes to have an attractive doctor is all I'm saying. Hey, do you read the comments on the Vanity Fair videos? Uh, I I mean, yeah, I do. Why? <laughs> My favorite one. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Is Because the, they're always like, she looks like, she looks like this person or she looks like that person or she looks, and they're always like these models and Super you know, people hot from people. the shows or whatever. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Except for this one. It said, she looks like a young Carol Baskin. <laughs> Who's Carol Baskin? <laughs> Oh, don't make me laugh. My ribs hurt so bad. Do I need to Google Carol Baskin? I'm sure she was attractive when she was young. Listen, I'm glad you don't know who that is because that means that you were spared one of the worst parts of the quarantine. Okay. Which is Tiger King. Okay. Oh, no, that's not nice at all. I know exactly who Carol Baskin is. That is not nice. You know what? It's because I was wearing leopard. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, you That's were. That's why. Were. Okay. All right. Let's talk about things that are actually going to help relationships out there. Yeah. So let's, yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about how to help people. Um, What's on your mind? What have you been seeing? Well, you know how that thing happens where like I get into, I get into a groove and I use like the same thing over and over and over again. <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't say that so that your clients know that you're just recycling your same old material. It's like, a, it's I a, tell them, I tell them sometimes I'll say, you know, I was just talking to a couple this morning and they had the exact same issue. And then I kind of tell them what it is, mm -hmm. but I feel like it's coming up for me a lot lately. Um, in part, because I think we're having to figure out like how to talk to each other. Like there's this thing, right. That we're all kind of in this rut, this kind of, uh, we're around the same people all the time. And so I think I've talked about this before where we sort of run out of words, mm -hmm. run out of like ways to talk. Yeah. And I think we're also running out of patience. Right. Yes. And so, um, there's a lot of, um, I'm watching conversations happen and I'm sort of like, Hey, wait a second. Like, <laughs> what are you, what are you doing right now? That, are you trying to like, what's well, I'm just thinking things unravel very quickly in COVID. Um, just yeah. with the whole low, low patience, low ability to have grace and for your partner, it's just, you hear something and you just almost like immediately respond back to them. There's, there's really uh, not a whole lot of time to just, um, be slow it down and respond slower. Yeah. 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 So, um, so here's an example, right? I had this a uh, couple, couple yesterday and, uh, she starts crying mm -hmm. and, she cries a lot, but she's, she starts apologizing for the tears. And I'm like, why are you apologizing for your tears? Mm. She's like, I don't know, because he doesn't like it when I cry. And he's always trying to, and he's like, but no, I just want to know what's happening. Like, why are you crying? Right. And I was like, wait, hold on a second. Like, what's the answer to that question? Um, wh why are you crying? <laughs> you know, uh -huh. it's like, and her answer is always, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, or I'm, and I'm like, hold on, like, wait a second. That feels like an interrogation. It feels like you're you're totally. trying to like solve, solve her versus an invitation, mm. which would be something more like, Hey, like, what's up? What's going on for you that I'm, I, cause I don't, maybe I don't understand where your tears are coming from. Mm -hmm. That's, that's more of a, an, like invitation. an invitation. And so yeah, that's that, I don't know. That's kind of what I've been paying attention to a lot lately where there's this kind of the sense of like, 
what's the difference between in, in the process of trying to receive information from your partner, Mm -hmm. do you coax it out versus like sort of demand Mm -hmm. that they somehow, that they somehow explain themselves? Yeah. I like that because what what you're kind of talking about is you're talking about the receiving end of information, right? Like you you're you're wanting to gain some sort of sense of closeness or connection with your partner and you can either respond to them with the interrogation of, hey, what the hell is this all about? Versus like, hey, like seriously, what is going on? This is so strange. This is really um unusual and it's more inviting. So you're saying interrogation versus inviting. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, we all know what it's like to be sort of in a conversation with our partner and feel like we don't quite know what's going on. Like, wait a second. What, why are you, why are you, ta- why are you asking me these questions? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing, like, what is the deal here? Because I, I feel like I'm under a, like a, like a swinging spot, yeah, like, like a swinging, yeah. like light bulb, you know? Um, and like you have something that you should be this, protecting or defending at that point. If your partner's coming to you, to interrogate you, it's like you have something that you need to reveal that you're trying to keep safe or you're trying to protect or you get you just get defensive. There's no real opportunity there for you to connect. So can I tell you about the the one that I'm so you're talking about interrogation versus invitation. And yes, I oftentimes will teach where it's, do you repel your partner or are you inviting your partner? And it's more in the sense of when you have a concern, a want, a wish, a need, a desire, whatever it might be, however you go about addressing that conversation with your partner needs to be as soft and gentle as possible. It's something that we learned in our training um, at the Gottman Institute is it's something called a gentle startup. And the whole idea is that if you have something that's a need or it's a want or it's important to you, you really want to set your partner up to hear you. And you can Mm -hmm. either invite them into the conversation by being really gentle and really kind and really picky with your words, making sure that you are um, gentle. I keep saying that. Uh, Just let's keep in mind, by the way, there's some pain pills in the mix here on my end. So (laughs) synapses are not firing all that well. But um, you can either invite your partner into being a part of the solution and saying like, you know, this is what's really going on for me. It's all about me. And I would love for you to help solve this problem. Or you can repel it and you make it all about your partner. This is my problem. You are my problem and you need to stop Mm. doing this or else it's going to be a bigger problem. And it really is repelling. And if I heard my partner say, hey, you're the problem and you need to fix yourself, I would throw up my double barrel fingers and I would say F you and I'd be really pissed off. It would not be a way to get to the heart of the matter of inviting me in. So while you use investigation, investigate, no invitation and interrogation. I use a lot of. Well, investigate's another word, isn't it? Right. Like investigate is like, maybe that, maybe that's what you do with the problem. Mm -hmm. So go, okay, do you want my help? Like, how can I, how can I sort this out with you? Like what's the, What's the um, what's the path forward? I, when you started talking about problem, I, I I think I've said this before, but it feels to me like that's the place we ought to live um, in our um, sort of day to day management. So you've seen me say like up here is difference, and then under that is problem, and then under that is conflict. And a lot of couples skip conflict; they skip problem, right? And they go straight to conflict. Yeah. But problem is the part where you're like, what is, what is it that we have that we need to solve that's threatening to us right. because we don't have the skills or we haven't learned how to leverage that. And um, I think that's where like in, invitation and 
even investigation can be helpful. But when, as soon as you go to interrogation and it's like you, what's yeah. your problem mm-hmm. and why are you crying? And yeah. what's the, what's the deal with your, um, with your feelings? I mean, this woman yesterday, she, she said, I'm sorry that I'm feeling this. And I was like, why are you apologizing for your feelings? Like you get to have your feelings. Totally. Feelings are things yeah. that you have. Yeah. Um, what we need to do is learn from them and figure out if there's a way that we can, you know, use those feelings to create more intimacy or more connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I kept saying to him, I was like, you got it. Like, are you inviting or are you investigating? He's or interrogating. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm interrogating. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so let's try it again. You know? So he would try again yeah. try again. It was good on him. Cause he was like, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline exasperated by the end because I go, is that an yeah. <laughs> interrogation or an invitation? Interrogation. Okay. <laughs> you know what that sounds, is this the first time you have shared this with them or did you sort of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, we did all that yesterday. First time. Yeah. yeah. So then at some point you were able to ask him after you had introduced him to the difference, you were able to say, okay, now are you interrogating or are you inviting? And he got it and he's like able to back up and say, okay, it reminds me like one of the pieces that I'll always take away from being a child and my dad is my dad would always ask me, is that a tool or is that a toy? Because, you know, as a mm. kid, you pick these things up and you're like spinning something dangerous around and you, you've made it into a lightsaber. And um, and my dad would be like, is that a tool or a toy? And I really appreciated having that question where it allowed me the opportunity to just like really like ponder about it. Like, well, it's probably a tool. So I will be putting this down now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's funny. Th- another conversation I had yesterday where I used this exact same thing was this woman and they have like a, uh, like a two-year-old daughter and the husband would let the daughter play with the screwdriver mm-hmm. just let her carry around a screwdriver. Sure. And she kept going, she kept going, why do you think that's okay? Like, what, what is that? And I said, I said, what is the right answer to that question? Right. Like, is he going to say, well, I think it's okay because the screwdriver is only two and a half inches long and it's mm-hmm. not long enough to like, there's no right answer to that question. No. However, Hey, I'm wondering, like, I'm a little bit concerned because I feel like the t- screwdriver is dangerous and maybe you don't. So can you help me understand like why, why you're not concerned about her carrying a screwdriver around? Yeah. That's an invitation, right? That's different. Yeah. And, um, so I did the same thing to her. I was like, are you, are you interrogating or are you inviting? Yeah. Interrogating. And she was like, I'm interrogating. Yes. <laughs> And I, I told her, I said, I told her, I said, you know that you realize that when you have your second baby, you're not going to give two shits about the screwdriver, right? <laughs> well, at that point, you have one like, screwdriver you? and four eyeballs that you could be poking yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to be like, would you just give her the screwdriver so she shuts up? It's, <laughs> it's <gonna be> like, <laughs> give her the damn screwdriver. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The pokey stuff. My kid came home with uh, this. I don't know. It's probably a 14, 15 inch skewer and it's super sharp and it's made out of wood and at the end there's just this little foam ball and he was like I made it at camp and and all of a sudden like the foam ball falls off and it's literally just like the sharpest object and he's in his car seat <laughs> playing with it and I'm like what happened to your ball goodness gracious oh, well at least you're wearing your mask <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, at least you're not going to poke your teeth I out. I know. Here's what I really like. I really like that in this moment, what we're talking about is how important is it for you to set your partner up? Like often we find that our partners are reacting so poorly. It's their problem, right? Like they get mm. super defensive and they're the ones who are always, you know, like fighting back. And it's like, well, wait a second. What is it? How did you enter that conversation that may have like what you said? How do you answer how, I mean, how do you respond to that kind of a question? How do you respond yeah. to a, what the hell I'll is I'll say this? that to Rebecca sometimes too. I'm like, what, what is the right answer to this question? Yeah. Like that you're asking me right now. Mm-hmm. Cause it doesn't seem like, oh yeah. Like just what you just said about what John kind of talks about, like, what is this versus what the hell is this? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a difference. There's totally a difference. And so it, it's just your ability to slow things down just a second and ask yourself, am I inviting or am I interrogating? Inviting? No, I've totally... If that's not your phrase. Yeah. Is it? Um, interrogating it? Yeah. versus. An interrogation versus an invitation. Invitation. And then we added investigation, <laughs> which I like because I like to play detective in my office. Oh, boy. We're just all about words. You need to have another. Um, another. Oh, guys, if you didn't know, Zach wrote a book. It's called The Relationship Alphabet where he plays on words and he talks about every word of every letter of the alphabet has. <laughs> I know. Let's let this just be the episode. I'm on painkillers and everyone's (laughs) hearing it for what it's worth. Here's what I wanted to do. Let's do this. Okay. Laura, explain to me the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it hurts to laugh. Okay. Guardians. (laughs) Or, 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 Or tell me what fantasy football is. I know what fantasy football is. I am a good football knower. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. Yeah. No, that's what we ought to do. I want to pick the thing that you don't know anything about. But yeah, tell us about Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know anything about Guardians <laughs> no, of the Galaxy. We, we did that. Not waste that time. No, but we did do that on Vanity Fair that's coming out in probably a few weeks. And I actually thought it was really good. Hey, I will say this, though. Um, I, I think I told you about this, but I uh, so I wrote the relationship alphabet and then recently the the marriage therapy journal. Yeah. And I just partnered with a company that runs virtual book clubs. They're called High Tide. Yeah. And they are launching a book club in October for the Marriage Therapy Journal. Yes. Um, and it is a virtual, it's a virtual experience that you do with a whole bunch of people. And uh, there's a couple of Q&As with me. And uh, I'm excited about it. I don't know exactly how it's going to come, come off, but you can learn more about it at marriagetherapyjournal.com. I think it's only $40, which is cool because yeah. you get four weeks um, of like just a curriculum support. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd be thrilled to have you listeners join and uh, tell, and give us your feedback. That's super cool. That's in October. Love it. I think it starts October 1st. Yeah. I've been, I've really been wanting to do a book, a book study because uh, I love yeah. books. But I have a really hard time uh, finishing them. And I think if I had a group of people that I was moving through a text together with, that would be fabulous. Um, High Tide is H-I-I-T-I-D-E, and they have tons of books okay. that they're doing. They, they have like self-help books. They have some social justice books. They have uh, cookbooks Ooh. that you can go through with, uh, you know, whoever else signs up in the same period. And so my period is uh, is the month of October. Yes. And uh, uh, yeah, so you can check out marriagetherapyjournal.com and it'll punch you over to the book club page and uh, and you can get all the information you need right there. That's so awesome. All right. We'll leave it at that. We'll land the plane, let people go. We chatted their ear off for the first eight minutes about nothing at all. <laughs> we pro- Hey, for your intro, will you just tell people to skip ahead, skip forward through eight minutes of skip us Skip ahead, skip ahead. talking about ourselves? Um, yes. I have a sore finger. 
I have a anyway, selfie. All right, yeah, you got it. It's really hard to like do do things with only like nine fingers. We should take a, a group picture of the two of us, just really <laughs> screenshot of this of this right here. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. attempted to do my own hair today. I couldn't put on my own underwear, but I attempted to do my own hair. Like I said, yeah, you're looking hot. You look like a young Carol Baskin. <laughs> all right bye-bye thanks so much for listening to this episode of marriage therapy radio um you know i'm just starting to think fall is coming around the corner and a lot of us are getting ready to either send our kids back to physical school or start distance learning if you're like me and many many other individuals and couples fall is a crazy time it's a time where our stress levels go way up and we are ready for a lot of change. If you are looking for some support, maybe an individual therapist or a couples therapist, we have partnered with BetterHelp. It's B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P. If you're looking for a therapist in your area, we highly recommend that you check out BetterHelp. And we also have 10% off as listeners of Marriage Therapy Radio. So if you go to betterhelp.com, forward slash MTR for Marriage Therapy Radio. You'll be able to get 10% off of your first month. Thanks so much for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.